Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlankCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blen, and as usual, I do give God praise, glory, and honor for him blessing us to be together on this episode number 237 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, I have a topic that we may not often think about doing. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend encourages you is coming to you with acknowledging the Lord in all of our ways. That's what's coming up. Next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. Encouragesyou.com here with another podcast on the go. So we are at the time of this recording in the first week of April of 2022. And as per usual, I am grateful that the Lord has kept uh, all of you uh, here to be able to listen and to be here, period. I'm grateful to be to another month and through another month. So uh, God is great and greatly to be praised. And we thank him for his mercy. Uh, The song, as well as the book of Lamentation, says, morning by morning, new mercies I see. And I'm grateful for those mercies in the name of the Lord. So um, with that being said, uh, there were a few different ways. I've been thinking probably BCU fam, oh, my goodness, over the past probably four or five days of what to talk about. And so much has happened uh, in the news and and one story in particular uh, that comes to mind that's happened. and, And people are talking and buzzing about it and all those kinds of things. And I, I try not to do too much in, in pop news, so to speak. Try not to talk too much about that in my podcasts. I think, though, there is a lesson that the people of God should get. Everybody's not going to receive what we're going to talk about and how we're going to do it. There's, there are some lessons here, uh, one in particular, or maybe two. I, I'm not quite sure how the Lord is going to take us here. Let's stay with me in the conversation and let's talk. So my main thought here uh, comes from the book of Proverbs, chapter 3. And there's a scripture that I remember from when I was a young girl that uh, I believe is Bishop Samuel Smith now, it was Elder Smith at the time, used to say, 
over and over when we were in Sunday school. And it was acknowledge the Lord in all of your ways and he will direct your paths. Oh, Lord, I thank you. Thank you. I felt that in my spirit this morning. And the reason that it's important to do that, BCU fam, uh, two things come to mind. When we acknowledge the Lord in all of our ways, when he is, and when we say all of our ways, it means all of them. I don't know that we consciously pay attention to all of our ways. And I, I am in that number two. I have to be very intentional about acknowledging the Lord in all of our ways because when we do something very routinely or very often, we may not always acknowledge the Lord as to what we're supposed to do. Like I know how to do a load of laundry <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm, I'm very capable, thank the Lord, of doing a load of laundry. But just even asking the Lord, okay, Lord, you know what, what do I do laundry today? You know, should I do this this morning? Do I do it? You know, just asking the Lord about that. It has to be done. I, I know that it has to be done. Got to take care of it. You know, just acknowledging the Lord in all of our ways. Uh, as I, I go to work, you know, Lord, which project do I work on? There are certain things that are timed that I have to do at a specific time. You know, I, I'm a corporate trainer, so, you know, I have classes lined up. Prior to that, there are other things that I need to take care of, administrative tasks and things like that. So, you know, Lord, which one do I tackle first? How do I get this done the right way? Lord, help me to get through this mountain of paperwork, whatever it is. So those are ways that we acknowledge him so that he can direct what we're doing. So we just have to have a mind to, to keep our minds on the Lord so that he can give us success in what we do. And when I say success, I don't necessarily mean that there's going to be bags of money following you. You can get things done and done in the right way. I've even asked the Lord, it was something, um, it was something that was really small. I, I can't remember what it was, BCU fam. I don't know if it was a if it was a new recipe I was trying, I can't remember what it was, but the Lord, you know, worked it out. He worked it out. I was trying a new routine on my hair one time. Lord, please help me with this. It sounds silly. It sounds silly, but let me tell you something. The Lord came and, and he helped me out. So, you know, we are to acknowledge him. So in all of our ways. So, you know, as we're walking and talking and breathing and doing things, working with our kids and our spouses and our families in different situations, let's just breathe the prayer and ask the Lord to, to guide us uh, before even answering the phone, uh, before going into the meeting, before you come home to deal with your family, before you go over to the reunion, you know, before you go to talk to the desk clerk, you know, even though you're not expecting anything uh, adverse to happen, it's important to acknowledge him so that he can direct your paths. Now, where I started to go is, is that with that acknowledgement, especially if there, there could be an adverse situation, if we are acknowledging the Lord in all of our ways, as he directs us, he may direct us away from what we intended to do or what we want to do so that we stay out of trouble. There have been a, a few times where I, the Lord has, has diverted me from what I have planned to do in my, my mind. And it wasn't anything bad. It was, you know, believe it or not, one time I was driving on the highway, a clear, clear night, driving on my way home, and the Lord said, move out of this lane. And I usually pray before I get into my car um, and take off. And the Lord told me, move out of that lane. And I moved out of the lane, and no sooner than I had done that, then a lady, I'm not sure what happened, had spun out uh, on the highway 
at, I don't know, 60-some-odd miles an hour. Uh, she was okay. Her, her car had turned around. I'm not sure what happened there. I don't know if she lost control or, or what, what ended up happening. But she spun around, and I was in that lane and would have gotten hit. So because, to God be the glory, I had prayed prior to getting in my car, I avoided that accident. You all see what I'm saying there? That's the Lord. That's acknowledging him in all of your ways so that he can direct your paths. Uh, so things like that. So sometimes the Lord can keep us out of trouble. Um, other times he can bless us in a way where we can be blessed. I can remember just when I leave work, I, I, I hustle a lot of times because uh, you know, at the time I, I had some uh, responsibilities and I was hustling to get to the market and to get home. And I mean, I'm hustling, <laughs> hustling, trying to get to get, get it together. Didn't want to do a whole lot of conversating or con uh, having conversations rather. I'm just trying to get in and out. And I believe that I had left my wallet in the car. So as I was, you know, booking out to the car to try to grab my wallet and come back into the store, uh, I was walking past the cashier slash bagger and the cashier bagger stopped me and asked me how I was doing. And I'm thinking, oh, this isn't a good time. But, you know, not going to be mean or anything like that. I'm like, oh, fine. How are you? You know, a pleasant. Thank the Lord. And the bagger looked at me. So it was a, just a beautiful uh, older lady. Looked at me, gave me a hug. BCU fam, I know this is pre-COVID, but nonetheless, gave me a hug and told me, now you're okay. And, and I've told this story before, and I'm starting to get emotional thinking about it. It's bringing just, just happy tears to my eyes because it the Lord was getting me to slow down, and he was showing me some love. And at the time, I think I was there was a, it was a little stress, and I was just going through some stuff, and the Lord just blessed me in that moment. And and because I had acknowledged him that day, he directed me to this store, this, this grocery store that I typically don't shop in. I can't even tell you why I was in that store. I don't know if there was a coupon that I was trying to redeem. I don't remember what it was. But for whatever reason, the Lord had directed me there. And because of that, I was blessed in that moment. So just to sum up what I was saying is that when we acknowledge the Lord, sometimes it's to keep us off a path of danger. Other times it's to give us a blessing. So he directs our paths that path that way. And then the other thing is, is that there are times, BCU fam, where adversity is going to come up. It's part of the walk with Christ. And we're going to have to know how to deal properly in those situations. And if any of you all are anything like I am, that if you... If you wrestle sometimes with saying things <laughs> because you want to let someone know that they have offended you and you want to let them know in a way that they know that they have offended you or you want to correct somebody, uh, you know, you quit to, to say things and to be on the harsher side of things. If that is a struggle, especially as a person that knows the Lord, we definitely have to make sure that we're acknowledging the Lord in our ways so that we don't take the wrong direction, that we don't take the wrong path. Now, if I am not careful and allow the Holy Ghost to come up, uh, you know, just a look sometimes can just 
say more than 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 the words would, right? So you know, body language accounts for about half, a little bit more than half of what we say. So just even a look can tell somebody how you feel, and that's not what the people of God want to to give out. Now, I'm not saying that there are situations that come up where we don't have to correct somebody, where we're angry, we're stressed, we're nervous, we're, we're afraid, you know, all those kinds of things. I'm not saying that that doesn't happen. And I'm not saying that we don't react. What I am saying is, is that we want to acknowledge God. Oh, Lord, I thank you before we react. So there might be a flash of anger. There could be that flash of, of being stressed or whatever we're feeling at that moment. And then as we, we just take a moment to acknowledge the Lord, he's going to help us to sort that out in that time, right then and there, so that he's glorified, honored, and praised. And it's okay to say, okay, you know what? Let me just take a minute. Let me, let me pull myself together for a second. Uh, I wasn't expecting that comment or whatever it was. And then, you know, if you can excuse yourself, then excuse yourself and then come on back and deal with it. There are other times, BCU fam, where it's right then and there and we're going to have to, we don't have time to walk away. We don't have time to collect ourselves. And that's where we're going to have to acknowledge the Lord right in our hearts. And even prior to that, if we practice Lord, I thank you. Having a, a prayer life with the Lord, uh, just in, in general. So, you know, before we go rushing off for the day, uh, before we start going into things, if we have a good, solid prayer life with the Lord, and I don't mean that you have to spend, you know, hours and hours in prayer if you don't have that particular time, but just taking some time and spending some prime time with the Lord and, and meditating on him so that when these 911 situations come up, they don't just take us by surprise necessarily, if that makes some sense. It, it, it will and it won't. So you might be surprised by the situation, I should say, but then your reaction to that situation will glorify God uh, all the more because you've been spending time with him and you're acknowledging him. So before you respond, before you react, before you go to say something to someone, before you give in to the temptation of wanting to strike out at them verbally, and then in some cases for people physically, whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, ask the Lord to direct what it is that you're doing. Get into Get the word of God down on the inside so that you know that you remember that you're supposed to be slow to speak, slow to anger, and quick to hear. And if you're acknowledging the Lord in all your ways, you'll be quick to hear what the word of God says and how you're supposed to react. And that not only if you're quick to hear, you'll be quick to hear the word that says that the wrath of man does not work the righteousness of God. You'll be quick to hear that we're supposed to be doers of the word of God versus hearers of the word of God. We'll be quick to hear that part of the fruit of the spirit is not just love, joy, and peace. Absolutely. But there's long suffering. There's gentleness and meekness. And we need to emphasize all of the fruit of the spirit. Gentleness and meekness doesn't always get the attention that it deserves because the world says that we need to be harsh we've got to be hard we've we've got to let people know whereas the word of god says that you are strong because of jesus 
that you have the right and the power to do whatever you'd like to in this situation. You have that. But because of Jesus down on the inside, that you are keeping that power under subjection to the Holy Ghost so that you're not acting out or lashing out or doing something that you're going to regret later in your natural life and then, of course, spiritually because God is not pleased. And that means there's going to be some chastening coming up. Amen? That there's going to be a consequence to that action. So it may not feel good to you in the flesh not to be able to have that quick word or that clap back. It may not feel good to you in the flesh, but in your spirit, man, you'll be refreshed because you were obedient to what the word said. You were obedient to what the Lord told you to do. And with obedience, BCU fam, with obedience, hallelujah, blessings come. And blessings don't always mean, BCU fam, that you're going to get a mansion and a yacht and a whole lot of, of extra money. It doesn't mean that all of the time. Now, the Lord may bless you with that, but you may not get that all of the time. But the Lord will reward you in due time. I am reminded of the book of Esther, and we've been uh, reading that in BCU Live Thursdays uh, for the past probably two weeks or so. But I'm, I'm reminded, and I'm going to just truncate the story for the sake of time, of Haman, Esther, and Mordecai. And for those of you all that haven't read the book of Esther in a while, please do. And if you have, just reread it because there's some beautiful lessons there. Oh, my goodness, some really beautiful lessons. But nonetheless, uh, Mordecai, who was the older cousin of Esther and had raised Queen Esther, uh, was part of the kingdom. And at one point, Mordecai had overheard a plot between two of the doorkeepers and those doorkeepers had planned to overthrow the king and that was that was very big in that day and we still see it in uh, other countries around the world where there are there are insurgents who want to overthrow government officials uh, we've, we've, we've seen that quite a bit down through the years but nonetheless uh, in this situation Mordecai had overheard it and had let Queen Esther know. Queen Esther relayed that message to the king, and those two were subsequently hanged, if memory serves correctly. And the story that Queen Esther told the king about Mordecai was, it was chronicled or recorded uh, in the royal books, so to speak. And in between that time, uh, Haman had gotten very upset and angry and and very uh, wrath had, was full of wrath rather because Mordecai would not bow to him. All right, Mordecai was only his allegiance was just to God, and because Haman was the king's uh, right hand man and second in command, uh, he felt like he needed to be reverenced and acknowledged by everyone, and everybody else did that. Everybody else bowed when they saw him, but Mordecai would not do so because, you know, he said, the scriptures say he was a Jew and, you know, the Jewish people only worshiped God. And in that time, uh, those that were in the royal family were considered somewhat deity and, and whatnot. So people just bowed to them for whatever reason, uh, some out of respect and some out of worship. But nonetheless, Mordecai was having none of it. Now, Haman didn't like that. And proceeded to put a plot together to not only 
kill Mordecai, but all of Mordecai's people. So he was going to annihilate uh, all of, of the children of Israel or the Jewish people at that time. And Mordecai was upset about it. I talked to Esther about it. And they fasted and came up with what needed to be done. So I say all that to say that uh, Haman and Mordecai are now arch enemies, right? And, and they saw one another and whatnot. Now, Haman and in his, how should I say this, in his zeal to want to get rid of Mordecai, uh, goes to see the king about it. And subsequently, the night prior to that, king couldn't sleep. And the king called for the chronicles to be read and realized that Mordecai had not been honored for his loyalty in, in exposing the plot to overthrow him. Realized that that never happened, that there was never anything done, that there was no reward given to Mordecai for that. And as Haman was going to talk to the king about getting rid of Mordecai, uh, Lord, I thank you for this. The king asked Haman, you know, what would you do to honor someone? And I'm paraphrasing for sake of time. And Haman thought in his heart, oh, king's talking about me. <laughs> king's talking about me. So uh, Haman proceeded to just go on about how the person that's going to be honored should get to wear royal apparel and that one of the trusted princes should bring that to the individual. That individual should get on a horse and be ridden throughout the city. And uh, it should be said, the person that's walking this person on the horse, this is whom the king delights to give honor in. And just letting everybody know that this person should be honored. And while Haman thought this was about him, this was for Mordecai. And I, I, I say all of this because Haman had to actually get the crown and the royal apparel and the horse, and he had to walk Mordecai through the city and proclaim that he was being honored by the king. And, and I say all that, BCU fam, to say that they were arch enemies, and Mordecai had opportunity. He had means, and he had motive to go after Haman for what Haman was about to do. Lord, I thank you. He had every right to go to Haman and to try to kill him or to expose him or what have you. But because, because Mordecai and Esther and all of the people had fasted, because, and the scriptures don't say specifically that they acknowledge God, we're going to just make that presumption because they got the victory because they fasted because they were looking for an answer because there was acknowledgement so to speak they knew what to do and that meekness came under control or came to un on display and there's a point in the scripture where Mordecai saw Haman and Haman saw Mordecai and nothing happened nothing transpired there Rather, the next time that they saw one another, Haman had to honor Mordecai. So I, I say all that, BCU family, to say that God sees everything. And if we acknowledge him, even in the face of those who are trying to embarrass us or to make light of us or to belittle us or to 
uh, try to, to say that we are not who we say we are. Whatever it is that someone is doing to discredit us, hallelujah, Lord, or to get rid of us, just know that if we acknowledge the Lord, that he will take care of it. We may not be honored on a horse with royal apparel, but God will honor you. He will bless you. He will, he will sustain you. He will keep you. And you'll see the victory if you do it his way. I can't tell you how it's going to work out or when it's going to work out. I can only tell you that it will because obedience is always better than sacrifice. We don't have to sacrifice our righteousness in order to win a battle. Hallelujah, Jesus. We don't have to sacrifice our righteousness. We don't have to sacrifice our fruit of the spirit. We don't have to sacrifice the love that God has put down on the inside. We don't have to sacrifice being worried about what everybody else says. Don't do that. Don't sacrifice that to win the battle. Give it to the Lord and let him take care of it. And he will do it in a way where he's glorified, honored, and praised. And, and you'll know that God took care of it for you. Amen? Amen. Amen. I'm all stirred up here, PCU family. So listen, we have to wrap things up. Oh my goodness. Lord, I thank you. I'm so excited in my spirit for that. And I pray that what was said here today will bless you and guide you uh, in every situation. So let's keep this word of God down in our hearts. So uh, with that, everybody, let me get ready to wrap up. This is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I appreciate all of you all. appreciate your prayerful um, uh, thoughts and your support. I appreciate that. And my prayer is that the Lord continues to bless you, that he continues to keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give all of you peace. And the reminder to acknowledge him in all of your ways so that he can direct your path so that you can be victorious in every situation. In the matchless name of Jesus. Lord willing, until the next time we're together, be good, BCU fam. Follow what the Lord says and stay on the